bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Black Outers Premium Podcast Network. I am your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen, and we are here to review a movie you've already seen, you don't ever plan on seeing, or you just don't care about us spoiling because we spoiled the movie, and today's movie is Jordan Peele's latest film, Us. And, uh we told you that this is a spoiler review so turns out lapita was always her evil shadow self the whole time guys okay uh, i don't I know mean, what to tell you i mean when you, when you see the when you see the commercial of her choking herself it was the girl that was the reflection yeah it was all she was always the evil one we was rooting for the for the, the wrong shadow, one for the I, I shouldn't even say the wrong one we was rooting for the one the clone we was rooting for the underground we were rooting for the clone so um but yeah let's get into it we'll talk about trailers that we saw before the movie we're gonna talk about the movie we'll talk about if we liked it what we didn't like all that stuff score from zero to five and then we're gonna go over your comments we got plenty of comments for captain marvel and i believe we got a comment for roma Woo-hoo. so you ready to get into it let's do it let's do it <laughs> all right so you got snapped like this karen a little offbeat a tidbit offbeat um so the trailers we saw before the movie uh saw a few new ones saw um you know mostly uh ones we already saw before though um and we'll get we'll get our thoughts on each one uh pet cemetery i feel like this was a little bit longer of a trailer than we saw maybe because it's a horror movie it was um i don't think i'm just a demo for this because i didn't see the original and so i mean unless there's some huge twist in the movie i don't understand but it looked like uh they got a cemetery that bring things back from the dead and then this little this 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 dude's daughter dies and then he brings her back from the dead and ta-da you shouldn't bring motherfuckers back from the dead is she something wrong with her that's the whole point i think um, if i seen set pet cemetery as if it was years ago when i was a small child and no i will not be going to see that and it, it wasn't for me because it looked so super scary it just honestly looked so straightforward in the trailer i can't imagine. it was very straightforward in the trailer yeah i yeah. can't imagine like i'm just a punk, spending money yeah. on that um then it was best of enemies uh aka the next thing shadow and act is gonna tell us to boycott ah, yes it was. which is about taraji p henson playing a black woman who goes head to head with the leader of the ku klux klan about mm-hmm. kids going to school and they become best friends and respect yeah. each other based off a true movie 
a true story i mean, I mean that's what i meant true story i'm sorry yeah it was interesting because they the marketing for this has changed and this is why i guess it's i'm glad we talk about trailers first it was just they just showed the trailer the first time i've seen right the first few times i saw it it was just the trailer and it was like here's what happens in the movie this time with the trailer did you notice they put in the real life woman and the real life kkk man Mm -hmm, and that makes a difference and they put clips into it to be like this is a story and she was like this and then they showed taraji playing the character and the other dude now why do you say that makes a difference to you i think it does because you can tell me based off a true story but if i don't i guess me seeing the characters made me go oh it made me realize the context of it Mm. um and it's like it is it is a quote-unquote feel-good story but it was like a real-life story this woman actually had to deal with this this man actually had to deal with this and actually had to deal with what happens when you become associated with the crew Klux clan to actually understanding people and their humanity and the things that he had to go it's, it's gonna be a really interesting story i don't think it's gonna be as cut and dry as twitter gonna make it i think in my opinion uh, people are going to fuss and fight and boycott it like green book and not see it and then talk about how shit with no awards mm. this is an interesting for me interesting one for me because um it did not make me want to see the movie more and it didn't make me view it differently that they put the real people in i know why they did it and uh i since it worked on you i'm assuming it'll probably work on most people but correct for me i was like i'm just i i this is to me even if it's more of a true story or there'll be less controversy around it since she the woman is involved in the the fact that she's like this is my story and she did they got interviews or whatever right like maybe there's a less likelihood that her family will be like this is some bullshit correct you know but even with that i just i don't like i don't know oh, I and then taraji, Hens- taraji p henson talking about like because they also had her interview mm-hmm like they're not they're no longer selling it as a movie is in my point is my point they're almost selling it as like this is a cause of we live in trump's america now we need to see the good in each other the clan leaders and the black people we need to come yeah. together and i'm like fuck and, all and, this and people ain't gonna be wanting to hear that right um but white people right correct i mean green book won an oscar yes it did john wick three i am 100 percent in and he is fucking everything up and i'm sold pop pop and they got holly berry in there yes i am in it's john wick 3 gonna be a motherfucking fun ass ride i seen that preview and i was like you know what john wick is one of the few movies i seen the preview i go y'all didn't even show me half the people he fucked up i'm in yep i'm all the way in cannot wait right um dark phoenix seen the trailer already i'm i'm y'all know what i'm so fucking ready for that movie to come out get this shit show over with yeah um i actually want to see the movie but i don't need to see any more trailers Mm -hmm. i'm I'm, I'm going to see the movie uh it is it like i love x-men movies even when they're bad so i'll go see it just to see their powers and shit and it'll be like a good send-off for fox because i think this will be the last fox like uh that's fox movie. x-men movie possibly maybe they do an x-force or a deadpool i don't know what they're gonna do with these ones they have in the um in the tank so to speak mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't know what happens with those but right yes yeah. the, the next trailer we saw was the intruder which is a film <laughs> starring dennis quaid as mr charlie yes the crazy ass mr charlie 
it was like this is my house and megan good and michael ely as the black people that move into a white man's house oh i'm in oh they they had me <laughs> ain't this like that other movie we went to go see with uh uh d-way's wife gabrielle union yes yeah um the one that came out on, like mother's day or something correct um yeah they had me on this one because um it's the subtext is it's not even subtext it's just text it's black people moving into straight a, forward like normally they had these movies where it's white people running from an entity or something in their house and i don't like those movies like going always, to a spooky house yeah well no no no, no I'm, I'm i'm talking the specific genre okay there's a there's a type of movie that is white people moving into a new neighborhood or a house mm. and it turns out that the neighborhood it, the, the house is haunted and it wants to take their kids or All they right. wants to uh, uh or there's an entity that's out to get them somehow mm-hmm. and i don't like those movies i know they're old as hell but for some reason they just feel to me like how white people feel about like black people moving into their neighborhoods and shit like that like it's a big subtext for that so i've never liked that genre of movie it's always been off-putting to me um it's like i don't know like someone's gonna get us for all this colonizing we've been doing or something and i don't Uh like it so but this is something different and it's something that in the subtext of the other movies this is kind of like the opposite of that where it's like black people move into what seems to be an all-good neighborhood and it turns out that mr charlie is crazy as hell and then it's hit <laughs> on fucking wrecking their lives and taking their wives and right we was all good till we met mr charlie right i mean he, his name was mr charlie how the fuck can i not see mr. this mr charlie uh and i don't expect it to be good necessarily oh, no, it will not be good because some of the people in it i mean guys i the, mean we are like uh no offense C, but maybe b level actors yeah no offense to mm-hmm. michael ely and megan good but they ain't exactly on a list at this level yeah i miss this show on fox but yeah i feel you but they can't be mad at me because i'm planning on giving them all 15 of my dollars so don't like y'all might think i'm shading y'all but this is right up my alley (laughs) see how racist dennis quaid gonna be and he looks so crazy when he looked at her in the shower i said this movie's gonna be a damn like a lunatic uh there's the curse of what i think lorana or something i will not be going to see that now this is like a spanish they gonna steal your kids ghost movie come on so come on we um, we bilingual scaring people ah you know i understand that yeah i think maybe but see i'm looking at this like it might make a lot of money because i think it will yeah it might make a lot of money because i don't know enough about like this is like uh latino latinx movie right that has all these like actors that are getting a chance like you know in the in the way that black movies get always got some Mm -hmm. shit going they got some shit going and so um i'm i'm hoping that this will be a chance for a lot of brown people to get some money and i I hope it's good and i'll make all the sequels you want you know it just felt like it's it felt like it was based on like i don't know like a the, folk the, tale or something right right it felt like it was based off of like something that culturally i don't have the uh knowledge of but maybe like latinx latino or latino people mm-hmm. would be like yo i i absolutely like this is a tale my mom used to tell me or some shit correct and i'm here for it i hope they make all the money yeah i hope it's like their candy man correct anyway um what else did we see there was more trailers um uh little i they had me at marseille uh Issa Rae, regina 
paul yeah i'll be watching that i'm in yeah that i mean it looks so funny to me uh and i know i saw a woke ass facebook post from kenfolk collective and they were shitting on the trailer like over sexualizing young black girls it shows her beating a child black people need to stop hitting their kids um it it was so and they were like we're disgusted and i saw a lot of black people finally kind of catching on the kid folk collective shit and being like yo y'all are so like nasty and mean and rude and y'all harass people when y'all don't agree with them and then this shit is so negative like y'all shitting on a black woman movie um and i guess people i i I was hip to them years ago but i guess people are starting to peep like that facebook style of i shit on everything all the time i'm angry all the time Mm -hmm. demanding cash app purchases and shit like this it's it's like if you go into them groups you're in an abusive relationship with that person you can't disagree with nothing nope you know so uh anyway seeing them mad about it made me want to see it more i was like fuck them it's like son of Baldwin did that thing with spider-man homecoming where he was shitting on black people online that was excited about seeing spider-man homecoming and being like then donald glover's gonna be a criminal and shit it's like why are you shitting on this movie so hard oh wait you shit on everything your whole brand is i shit on things everything so anyway uh ma i'm going to see this Uh, the whole thing is that meme going around gonna fuck them kids yeah octavia spencer harassing the fuck out of some 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 black white kids is that you happy hello and i think it was an extended one like i've never seen this one before mm-hmm. oh she gonna fuck them white kids up oh she i just want to know if she getting if she getting a nomination out for this one because Ooh. like they love seeing her as a maid or some shit or trying to help somebody get the space but are y'all gonna are y'all gonna give her that oscar now for being the crazy woman that fuck up y'all kids come on she tech savvy and everything mm-hmm so i'm in how'd you get this number black woman right (laughs) that That should have me laughing the part where she was in the bar talking to the dude she was like i guess i'm a little crazy (laughs) i must be crazy or something he was like oh you spend too much time with my son right they showed up about to kiss that little white boy i said oh my god what i know she done what and the last one was book smart which is a comedy about two girls who are graduating high school they've always gotten a's and they're like great um you like students and they're getting into college and all that stuff and the last day of school they decide we're gonna wild out and to me this is kind of like in the vein of like those um what was it super what the fuck was the name of that movie um but is it that the 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 kid the the party movies like the mm-hmm. you know we're we're gonna we're gonna uh yeah have some fun in high school we're gonna have the biggest party we're gonna have um you know that like it just felt like that to me right and also it was one of those things where i was thinking well they was like we're gonna party we're gonna have a good time we're gonna break the rules and the story has been told many a times but it's gonna be really interesting to see how it's told from the eyes of two girls yeah it that was so it's directed by will ferrell and adam mckay who i actually really love adam mckay's movies mm. um i loved vice i still don't know what was wrong with vice for for people oh super bad that's the movie i was thinking about right um but i kind of like i might not go to the theater to see it but i Mm -hmm. will check it out i think because i like um that genre of the high school kids wilding out it's always like a fun thing they always do 
you know a bunch of shit they not supposed to do drugs and all this shit and it's like how they gonna make it through this last night without like blowing up their entire lives but then they look back and go we had one great night of fun and uh i think i'm into that yeah and i'm pretty sure they cut this trailer before you had the parents paying for their children to go to college so they're like we did all the right things but dumbasses still got into these same universities (laughs) and i was like oh bad timing (laughs) all right um so that's it for the trailers let's get into um our review Mm -hmm. of us wait that didn't work right oh wait that's because all right so let's talk about what we liked about the movie then we'll go about what we didn't like about the movie and then we'll score from zero to five karen give me something you liked about the movie i absolutely love the music yes like like when you see the trailers you go oh but when you see when you hear the music in the trailer i'm in the movie you go it almost gives the music a whole nother meaning because you know how everybody was like that i got five on is creepy when you see the scene that's fucking played in you go oh my gosh it's even more creepier than i fucking thought i love the music and i love the way that the director the music isn't background noise the music almost serves a purpose Mm -hmm. and the it's like another character in the film correct so i absolutely love the way the music is played throughout the movie even when it's not meant to be funny sometimes it's fucking was hilarious some of the music that was played you know because she um one of the people that was dying told the alexa oh no i think it wasn't Ophelia. A, Ophelia. No, it wasn't alexa but yeah it, it was, was like a, it was Ophelia. Ophelia, yeah it was like two two female names like we do alexa and, and google and shit and she was like call the police and it was like fuck the police and i was like fuck the police started playing it was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious i was here for the music throughout the entire movie and they had some music where it's like and he's he did the same thing with um get out where yes he had that like like that like that whatever that african song was that started the film and you're like i don't even know what this is but Mm -hmm. like he does such a good job of setting up elements that are going to come back later in obscure moments of the film and music is like that too like there's music in the beginning of this film where there's like some rabbits and cages and shit and you're like i don't know what this means yet Mm-mm. and you're gonna take a two-hour journey to get to what that means um so yeah i thought that was kind of uh cool as well um for me the number one thing i gotta take away from this film that i like the most lapita nyango she acted her motherfucking ass off lapita really did the damn thing like this is one of those films where um you know the one and it wasn't a huge critique that i heard from a lot of people but it was a very serious critique was that you know get out kind of left black women out to dry and there was really no no place for them in the film um and it'll be interesting how people interpret this one with the storyline but you cannot deny hollywood wise he put lapita in a role that is like those type of roles are you like yo this person might get an oscar off of this right like she might get a nomination off of this and she would deserve it because she played every version of herself right 
and she like sold all the way into it like she like i mean because i i could see maybe people feeling like oh her voice was weird or something like but she like there was a purpose to everything she did and mm-hmm. so much like intent behind it and not to mention just the the more than anyone else in the film they relied on her emotional responses like her crying her her uh you know even her body language as the 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 version that was you know the killer version that was looking to like get you know to kill her um she even that version like her fighting style her um you know the way she walked the way she talked her voice the way she the way she like looked at looked at you were were like from the corner of her eyes and shit like that like all those choices that were just like creepy creepy shit were just so like it's so um it was just so like unique the way she did it and i really hope that that it resonates with people enough for her to keep some oscar because it's early in the year but i hope she can keep some oscar buzz going for the next like nine months because I've, i i have not seen a performance like this in a movie and you know centering it around a dark-skinned black family and then this dark-skinned black woman this is the meatiest role she's ever gotten yes sir you know and i and i you know i've seen most if not i think i've only seen all her movies mm-hmm. and this to me this is the one where i'm like yo they let her he let her put her skills on display it was a movie about her it was a movie for her it was a movie where she was the main protagonist where she literally told that black man you do not get to make the decisions anymore um and she just she just murdered it right she was like you've made the decisions i'm tired of your fucking decisions it's my time now mm-hmm. and um i haven't seen all her movies i don't i haven't seen 12 years a slave right uh but i think i've seen everything else she's been in i think mm-hmm. um and for me for me the next thing is funny it was uh it wasn't like because it's not a comedy Mm-hmm. but the funny was funny well i have some clips so let me play the first clip which is lapita um and this is her talking about the fear that she's lived with because we see her getting unnerved at the idea of even going to the beach right and of course in a flashback we find out she went to the beach as a child and was abducted uh well later we find out that she's the one who did the, she switched places with somebody with with the her body double lapita the other version um at, at like age 11 um and they switched places and she basically locked her up with the rest oh i guess we should explain this so um the basic plot is there's a secret underground like shadow version of everybody in america i guess mm-hmm. and like the government made these people and they figured out they were just cloning people at first but then they realized that you can't clone the soul so if you make a a body double of somebody they share a soul which means the the down underneath ground person can be used to kind of control the above ground person but the government apparently couldn't figure it all the way out they they ended up abandoning all those people down there and just they didn't kill them they just left them down there Mm -hmm. um unsupervised untaken care of and they all went crazy after generations of just being down there with nothing to do nowhere to go it's like being in isolation almost without because you don't have a society and they're not fully functioning 
human beings right and they left them down there and the only thing they had with them was like a bunch of cloned rabbits and they ate literally live rabbits right uh like raw rabbit to live and so this goes on for generations until there's one special one which is lupita nyango's character uh adelaide um and so there's one special one adelaide who her clone and her somehow sync up and they sync up so much that when uh adelaide goes to visit the amusement park at the beach at at like 11 years old she basically goes into a haunted house thing type a mirror house of mirror things and runs into her clone self and her clone self knocks her out takes her and chains her up and switches places with her mm-hmm. goes out into um goes out into the world and basically takes her places if she's her and she lives her life and being out with real people and stuff makes her end up adjusting to real life as if she's adelaide now um and i thought it was interesting with the use of the thriller shirt there and child abduction but anyway um so they go (laughs) she goes into um into adelaide's life and grows up to be lapita right Mm -hmm. lapita adelaide who has a family and all this stuff well because she switched places and they were so strongly connected the version of adelaide that was from above ground but is now trapped underground right she actually very much mirrors the same life like Mm -hmm. same is gets the same companion it has children but they're all dark shadows of themselves all evil and fucked up and twisted and she figures out a plan to like free everybody Mm -hmm. from underground and that's really what the movie's about it's about it's not just this one family everybody's facing the shadow selves those shadow people are coming out uh, from under the ground fucking everybody up right and it's kind of their freedom story in a way in the background because they they like the (laughs) this is the 11 year old imagination of a kid who then is twisted down in that you know underground um you know in that underground uh facility or whatever so you have this kid whose vision was i'm gonna get out and you know we're gonna torture everybody get our lives we're gonna kill everybody get our lives back and live above ground because y'all don't appreciate the shit um and then i'm gonna do the hands across america america thing like protest almost well we all hold hands because we're your forgotten people we're your people you've let live underground we're, we're your shadow cells that you guys abandoned and this is our revenge but it's also this 11 year old girl's imagination the last thing she saw on tv was hands across america mm-hmm. so it was so anyway all that to say when we talk about adelaide lapita blah 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 it, you know the one who we're rooting for is technically the one who escaped the underground first right you don't know it at the time right and so that actually make puts a like a different spin on it and makes you like go like i want to rewatch it and knowing what i know now and see if i can tell because because you could kind of tell early on and i'm gonna play now i'm gonna play the clip that i was talking about where we're like why is these shows shaking because early in the movie you're like she's shaking in a way that's almost like ridiculous like it's almost ridiculous how how uptight she is about going to the beach with her family mm-hmm. but we don't know this is essentially her being like what if old girl is still alive and she knows i'm here and she pulls me back down to 
because i can feel the connection you know mm-hmm. so you know how good. sometimes things line up yeah you know like coincidences since we've been here they've been happening more and more i think i feel like it means like she's getting closer who? The mirror girl? You don't believe me. I, 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 I do. I do. I'm, I'm processing. Okay? I just... Can't believe you kept all this inside for so long. You know I'm here, right? So that was her being scared and you know and you, if you've watched the trailers you've seen her play crazy you've seen her play the mom that's snapping off beat to her son um and then karen brought up the movie being kind of funny you said it's funny right mm-hmm. um and that was like winston duke was hilarious he was so this is after he's gone out to try to confront this the doppelganger cells the first time the first time and turned around and came back in the house because he tried to do the tough father act like y'all get out of here he's tried to t- and he was doing such a great job of talking like a guy who's not tough trying to act tough well he's like y'all don't want no problem he's not like uh like the, <laughs> the people in the 70s black exploitation yeah, was supposed to deep be in, in his voice and shit y'all don't want no problems you know so he comes back in after this he's shaking okay let's call the cops i did they're 14 minutes away. What? 14 minutes? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Jason, give me the bat. What bat? The baseball bat, the bat. There's one in the corner. Here, here. Thank you. Gabe. All right, hold on. I got this. Let's try this again. Gabe. No, 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 no. All right. Gabe! I got this. I got this. Now, I thought I already done told y'all to get off my property, okay? So if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Now, the cops are already on their way. <laughs> Deep in the octave. On their way. Hey, 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 hey. hey. oh my god oh yes and also uh kind of piggybacking on the pita uh once you get to the end everything begins to make sense because for about almost a year she don't talk well she's a little girl right she gets switched she's a little girl and you like she's learning right right at that time you just thought well she would do something traumatic she's just not talking about it but no 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 she literally couldn't talk what's crazy is and i don't want to toot my own horn here but i have seen a lot of movies i thought that right away i was like that's not her that's the mirror girl and then that but that happened so early in the film right i honestly was like forgot about it and then it's so it's like i knew and then it still surprised me when they revealed it i was like oh my god i knew it like it was so such a because 
there's craft to how you portray things even when you figure something out there's still craft to how you tell me the story like if i can see it coming if i can't see it coming and i think the best movies like this give you breadcrumbs so you can see to see it coming a little bit so when you go back and watch it you'll be like oh i could have noticed this and i could have noticed that and when you notice it all together you kind of already see it coming and i you know when she came back and she was quiet and she was just looking at them i was like yo was she the one that was in the fucking thing like it was uh, it was so well done yeah and I, and also i think the because the way my mind ticks and I might be absolutely positively wrong, but I think with them doing the helping hands across America thing, mm-hmm. I think the quote unquote us, in my opinion, is homeless people. You think it's homeless people? Yeah, I mean, like, this is where my mind ticks. I okay. think that because it's one of those things where you have these people who are human beings who America has a tendency to look at as an underclass, look at as less than have a tendency to ignore, have a tendency to forget. Like like they don't exist. You know, particularly when uh Lapita's uh, quote unquote doppelganger was telling her, Y'all had a nice shit for Christmas, what did I get? Y'all had this and this and that, what did we get? You know, you know, and begin to actually make the connections between the two. Like I said, I could be completely wrong, but this is just my theory. You know, I think it to an extent it's the way to be like, hey we actually could be doing better but we actually just write people off because they're quote-unquote less than they don't have um like i said and it's probably not even that deep but 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 this is just where it made my mind go and something else i would like to say is that i actually love the storytelling just the way the story weaved in and out from the past because that initially I thought the little girl, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought the little girl was uh, Lapita's daughter. I don't know why I thought that. And I thought that the parents were them younger. But then, but then I was like, that doesn't make no sense. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. I was like, oh, it would make sense for it to be Lapita. Mm-hmm. And so when they linked it up, I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is her, and then this is her later on in her life. And so I just love the way that they had the suspense in the storyline and made the connections at the end. I love storytelling. Well, the other thing I was going to say, well, two things now. One, um, I, I think it's interesting you thought that was her daughter um, because I actually chalked that up to great casting. Black people look like they had a family with each other. Like black people that look like they like that kid, that girl looked like she could grow up to be Lapita and then lapita's daughter looked like she came from lapita to the point where i think we were supposed to know that you know to notice that that you know it's almost a mirror image of the little girl you know it's not the same little girl but the point being Mm -hmm. the second thing is the homeless thing is interesting i'm gonna wait for jordan peele to kind of talk about it because people always read really heavily into his movies Mm -hmm. and a lot of times in his interviews he's like if that's what you took from it that's cool but that's not what i wrote right right, jordan peele has been very adamant about this movie being a movie that's just a horror movie that stars some black people Mm -hmm. and with all the like theories i've seen from um from you know black twitter and all the media sites and stuff just off the trailer 
it's gonna be interesting to see what theories come out of this you know i think that homeless one is probably gonna be a good one um I, and 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 maybe he'll confirm some of this maybe he right. won't i would get out right. i'm like get out people wrote it they read into it so far they were like yeah with the cereal she doesn't combine the, the colors of the fruit loops with the white cereal oh, I, and i, I, and I noticed that too and i thought that was like i was like oh yeah that's deep i didn't even see that and then jordan peele got interviewed about it and he was like yeah i just thought it, it would be a weird way to eat some cereal so i just wanted to make it weird <laughs> so, so you know i don't like you know we'll see how you right. know how deep it is and the symbolism i know it just like this is america when they interviewed donald glover about the video and the director of the video and he's like we wanted to capture a feeling we're not trying to make a one-for-one one analogy about everything we want you to feel what america feels like mm-hmm. um to us you know and so this will be interesting because i could see that homeless analogy or that whatever you know forgotten people analogy right um but even then it's like they're clones of the people correct so it's not even like they were just some people that were underneath they were like it's it's you as well you know which could be deep about like empathy and homeless people are us as well and just Mm -hmm. you know one break you could be that person if something broke wrong or whatever correct so i don't know if that'll if he'll confirm that or not but that's an interesting interpretation of it that was just my theory that's what i was thinking the whole time and Mm -hmm. then when you think the hands across america like that was decades ago right so when you start thinking about that you go oh well the hands across america was interesting because it was the last thing a little 11 year old adelaide saw before basically being driven insane by living in those tunnels Mm -hmm. um which they tell you about the tunnels in the opening credits of like there's millions of tunnels across under america and like all this space could be being used to house these people basically Mm -hmm. these clones of everybody else but um yeah it was just yeah that was just a very interesting um interesting way of looking at it though uh another thing i liked about it was the pacing it, mm-hmm. it's it's about an hour and 55 minutes hour you know uh we didn't stay for the whole credit so about mm-hmm. an hour and 50 minutes or so mm-hmm. um but the pacing of it i love the way they told the story i love how it goes from family beach trip to scary like survival horror to uh sci-fi so fast i mean honestly and they spent let you spend enough time with the family to get comfortable with the characters and to to like them and to laugh at their jokes and stuff and then when it's time for scary they're just like it's some people outside and the movie is never the same never the same daddy it's some people out there yeah what else did you like i actually love twist i actually really i like i said that twist i did not see coming um I actually, in my opinion, it's almost a two for one. That twist with uh, Lapita, I didn't see coming, but I think the her youngest son figured out the twist. When I mean figured out twist, he figured out that the doppelganger was a duplication of himself, and he figured out anything I do, the doppelganger would do. He did figure it out when he made it walk into the fire. Correct, and so I was like oh he kind of i guess broke the matrix quote unquote Mm. and um no i don't think the adults picked it up but he picked it up yeah well lapita knew because she was one of them right um and he figured it out which is also why i think at the end he kind of was looking at his mother suspiciously like 
which one are you like he figured something was up with his mom i don't know if maybe the other one told him or if he just was looking and realized like yeah you're not quite right you know i mean even when she killed the other version of herself and she laughs and lets out that crack like you see the you're like oh she is kind of fucked up too um which was so dope man oh my god this movie was so dope um another thing i like the white family elizabeth moss tim heidecker and their kids um (laughs) they were hilarious the way they weren't getting along and then look outside something's going on out there like oh that was fucking hilarious yeah they were like good comic relief right and the the thing about the white family the way they went down was fucking hilarious Mm -hmm. she was like basically something's not right baby go look next thing you know all them going down yeah if it wasn't for lapita trying to take her time like the uh adelaide the the bad version trying to take her time to get her revenge it they would have probably got to kill the other family like that but they wanted to torture them and play games and shit right um what else did you like i like the as what is it missing i like the killings and and i don't mean the killings of the, the, the gore and stuff i just like the way the killings were almost like kind of surprising some of them was the way people uh particularly as you got further along in the movie and you realize that everybody had a doppelganger mm-hmm. so when they started going out in the daytime you was like oh this ain't gonna be like just no night shit like the sun done came up <laughs> people getting fucked up people talk about it on the news like shit is real well what's interesting is that it, it seems that doppelgangers mostly only want to kill their cell their own Correct. versions of themselves and then they go join the hands across america line so it wasn't like dangerous where it's like any term it could be a group of them it's like they weren't trying to just kill everybody mm. you know um and i love the through lines in this movie because there's certain things that um i was thinking and then the movie would do them which is something that doesn't happen a lot of movies because they they you know movies have a certain plot devices where they're like we can't do this it'll break the movie but like i remember there's a point where they were in the house trying to process like what the fuck is happening so this happened to this family so like coming after us what do we need to do and i said come on the news and they really went in the other room and turned on the news i was like yes that's what i would do i'd be like what the fuck is happening this appears to be bigger than us now so now what the fuck is happening across the world you know um and it makes you yeah it just it just makes you wonder like um did the doppelgangers since where their clones were all across america you know and um you know i love when they ask like who are you they go we're americans um <laughs> hands across america but uh yeah i just thought that was that was cool a uh, thing that i liked was uh winston duke um as the husband gabe in this movie mm-hmm. he was so funny um he had some good lines and while also not trying to like they didn't try to turn him into the the alpha male who's the real hero who protects his family like he gets his leg fucked up like right away mm-hmm. and so he can't do all that shit yeah, he trying to be macho and macho got him fucked up yeah i mean yeah i guess you could say as being macho um i don't think it was i think it was just like he was the adult as his kids too it could right, have trying to, to protect it, his family it could have happened to lapita just as well like it like the movie didn't go out of his way to like quote unquote emasculate him i know mm-mm, but mm-mm. but it was just like for the happenstance of it because i think with movies like this 
people always look at it like there's a fine line between people's feminism and people's chivalry correct and this big ass nigga umbaku like if he would have been the bitch the whole movie quote unquote like i'm scared you do it lapita it would have like everybody would have been like well now what is this movie really trying to say and he was injured right so instead you injure him right away so that he is capable he is trying he is gonna save his family he's gonna fight hold his own but he can't do it all and he can't do it better than lapita can do it Mm -hmm. and that's enough you know for the movie's big conceit the thing is that's a hard road to play because this movie's asking you to you know essentially be this big ass nigga that gets whooped a lot but at this but at the same time this like non-threatening dude to his family um and then of course he also has to play his doppelganger um mm-hmm. so yeah like I, I i really thought he did a great job here and this is the biggest role we've really seen him play because even with mbaku he probably was in the movie less than he was as gabe in this movie uh, that's true and also i like the fact that i like the kids mm-hmm. and the reason why i like the kids because particularly with the oldest daughter it showed how she slowly turned mm-hmm. um because she was like okay i'm i'm here but when it was time to fuck shit up she was fucking shit up and she was killing people i mean mm. literally beating them she beat them white girls up death yeah like she was fucking them up and i think the youngest boy i think he was paying attention to the change in them mm-hmm. you know and in his mind it's no difference between y'all and them like he was looking at how they were responding how you know it's blood on you and it's blood on them i can't tell the difference like you know because he's a younger child so I think it was, you know, really important when he looked at her like, oh, which one are you? You know, I don't know which one you really are because y'all both acting crazy, dog. Right. Um, yeah, the kids were great. You know, I really enjoyed uh, their performances. And the kids, you know, they had a lot too. The little boy with the mouth all burnt up. Mm-hmm. Pluto, the child of fire. Um, and then uh, the girl who was just like a monster and was crazy and like they like these roles required a lot of the people in them and they just did such a good job um and it was like no offense to the white family but like light years different with the white family and the black family as far as their doppelgangers were Mm -hmm. concerned Mm -hmm. like they were just so much like more thought put into the black doppelgangers i think um they had like full backstories and shit um so yeah I, i i really enjoyed the kids as well um special effects uh, I don't know what the budget was for this, but he did get out on a million dollar budget. He clearly got more this time. Like, it was like, they, I mean, they did the damn thing with the, with the budget on this. So, uh, it looks glossy and nice. And I love the use of shadow and darkness, um, especially with darker skin protagonist, um, and antagonist. Like, there's a propensity sometimes where it's like dark people on screen, you feel like, oh, I can't see them and it's because the film isn't really like concentrating on black people's skin it's not lit well blah 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 in this film when there's times where they don't want you to see them right and their darkness almost like helps quote unquote where it's mm-hmm. like it makes it almost scarier because you lose sight of your protagonist for a while and you start to feel you're in the dark with them 
because they don't want you to feel safe and so there's so Mm. many scenes where like the lights go out it takes place outside and there's no you know it's in it's at nighttime or Mm -hmm. you go down in a deep dark basement and you walk into the shadow of the steps and it's like you're entering another realm and when they want you to see them it's lit you can see right when they but when they want to give you that like eerie feeling that it's back to like you're almost watching a shadow of yourself and with this being so much about light dark shadow cells underground it, like that theme permeates the movie and i just absolutely love to see uh to see that juxtaposition of like light and dark in the use in this movie and like i said the the budget must have been off the hook yeah and also, else? and also uh two more things also mm-hmm. uh i know it might sound i guess weird but i actually like the rabbits in the movie mm. um but the fact that at first i'm like what the fuck these rabbits that do with this goddamn movie then you're like oh they got them ate the rabbits yeah apparently they cloned those rabbits as part of the you know cloning of the humans and all that stuff and i guess they was feeding the humans with those rabbits or so or they were using the rabbits in experiments too but whenever they abandoned the experiments they abandoned the rabbits and them people like i guess they're all eating rabbit now right and then when you what's really creepy was that when she ends up going to like where her doppelganger is like fucking rabbits everywhere and then the son actually takes a rabbit Mm -hmm. i didn't even realize it i was like oh he got a fucking rabbit in his lap oh yeah yeah them rabbits is creepy what else it was um my very last thing uh because i went to go see because a lot of people because the way they promoted this movie i i'm like a lot of people that don't do scary movies i was like it's scary but i went to go see get out get out really wasn't that scary the same director i was like he don't do gore so i was like it might not be that good i mean not not that good but it might not be as scary as i think it's going to be and y'all it really was not scary it was suspenseful i give it that it was suspenseful but it really wasn't scary because i thought it was getting scary so i kind of did like a half a cover in my eyes but then i was like oh we're not gonna be like scary scary like shit just popping out and jumping out at you and i mean that did happen but it wasn't to the point where it was over the top so for those of you that was like i don't do scary movies this is more suspenseful than scary yeah um it'll be interesting to see what the critical reception of this is but yeah i found i found it to be less grotesque than get out um right but uh still is intense and scary for me um while also i did feel that the family was safe the whole time i never thought that family was gonna die Mm. um so um and i'm glad that they didn't i'm glad that this is a movie where we got black people that survived a fucking horror movie i don't know i thought anybody could have went out but understood understood but um you know i just didn't feel that way and even with get out like you know get out was was a horror movie as well that didn't involve a family but i thought he would live through the whole thing you know Mm. um so uh i just yeah i I was um i really enjoyed all the same things as well and uh also i just thought some of the plot points were really well done just when they when they give you that last reveal of like the shadow world versus the real world Mm -hmm. the above ground world and the dude that was like the homeless guy with the jeremiah eleven eleven. that was deep dog yeah like it was just a lot of 1986 to current yo what the fuck is this yeah um 
so that was it was just kind of really it was really well done and really cool um uh and i guess the scripture for jeremiah 11 11 is therefore thus saith the lord behold i will bring evil upon them which they shall not be able to escape and though they shall cry unto me i will not hearken unto them um which i wonder if they are talking about the people under ground or just the the comeuppance of the people from underground getting the people in maybe both i guess correct uh anyway was there anything you did not like Mm -mm. yeah uh for me and this is a very tiny thing but you know i would say um the there's so many easter eggs in this movie Mm -hmm. it's like easter egg of palooza y'all like the kid wearing a Jaws shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid wearing a Thriller shirt. There's the the right stuff next to Goonies, next to Chud, the, the underground creatures. You ate his baby. You gonna be like, oh my god. Well, not just that, but those some of those movies are about like underground monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of Goonies. I think was over there. So like there's like a lot of stuff um in this film that I think can be mined for more and more stuff like later on people will be like oh these are the inspirations for this movie he put it right in there um and sometimes i do wonder if he has to if jordan peele feels like a pressure to like keep all this easter egg shit like get out get out had all these easter eggs people reading into every frame and to a certain extent like i said it's not really a knock on the movie but it's like i kind of hope people aren't as encouraged to like make this movie have to be deeper than it is correct like it can just be a great horror movie that stars black people right without, without it having to be like and these this is about surviving corporate america or whatever it's about to become like i hope people can just be like i had a great time because i think there's a merit in that too that is that it never felt like he avoided race like they Mm-mm. like i like when they when they talked about the fucking uh key in the under the the false key under the rock that they used that to open was the door fucking hilarious and gabe was like white people shit and then he goes to block the door like you know they're like there's still black shit all throughout this movie yes it is but it's just not a movie that has to be about race like it's not trying to be a race movie Mm-mm. um and that and i think that's fine i think i think that should be acceptable and we should be able to look at that and and enjoy the movie as is so Agreed. i hope people allow it to do that because if this if we if i have to start having 17 think pieces a day about Mm-mm. how this movie means blankety blank blank i might lose it i'm tuning all y'all out all right let's uh score it zero to five a five i excuse me i had a ball watching this i enjoyed it a lot and it's somebody who y'all know i don't do scary it really wasn't that scary y'all it's more suspenseful than scary yeah um this is an interesting one because i'll probably give it like a four and a half out of five but only because i think it's not as good as get out which was definitely a five for me correct but it uh, to me it's a look just like but it's like a hair but like it's like a 4.75 you know what right. i mean like 4.8 yeah like maybe it's a five but in a different way but you know right. like like if you go in and think you're gonna see get out too you're not then you're probably gonna walk out of there and be like oh it wasn't as good as i as the first one blah 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 but if you just go in there like here's a horror movie by a competent director who and this movie i gotta yeah it's a five because because like 
the other conceit i have to get this movie is that it stars a black woman in a way i've just never seen a movie do a black woman before Mm -mm. like a horror protagonist that also is the antagonist that is the heart and soul of this film and saves her family like and like because for all intents and purposes even if she came from the underground that was her family like those kids came out of her right so like that's her family she saved like the underground person got a chance to get out of there escaped and somehow made it and uh yeah i just uh, i love this movie i can't wait to watch it again so all right we had comments we got one comment on roma um saying like agony says i can't lie to y'all roma took a while to get good despite the gorgeous direction by alfonso caron um and the sublime cinematography by emmanuel lubeski i found this to be a boring movie for a bit waiting to see how these plots and subplots are going to lead to something big i stuck with it and i'm glad i did because it got really good in the second half glad i was patient that's what you said yeah it's a it's a slog at the beginning yalitzia uh a part uh a uh did an awesome job for with her first film ever same for the rest of the cast this film is also one of netflix better original movies yo it's crazy seeing yalitza at award shows and seeing uh Oh, was it Yalitza? Okay, Yalitza at award shows, and then seeing her on the cover of magazines in color because this movie's in black and white, ah. and she's playing a maid, so they really like dull down her looks and stuff. Right, that is a beautiful woman. That's mm-hmm. it's crazy because like because of um colorism and shit. Yes, Mexico has colorism. Like mm-hmm. people were mocking her skin tone. Somebody did like brown face, a light, a, a white passing Latina, Latina host of a news show did brown face to mock her and stuff. Like it's very mm. weird, you know. But yeah, that's a beautiful woman. And like black and white, you know, it, it like it, I see why they had to do it in black and white. They did it in color. I'll be like, woo, she fine, you know. <laughs> it makes good use of the platform, tells a good story, and will be remembered for further in the film industry along, no matter what Steven Spielberg and some others might say about streaming media. Hope Caron gets all Netflix money and uh to go along with his Oscar. Yeah, that's one thing I bet directors and people like about that shit too. Is like I ain't gotta wait on no box office right the box office don't matter pay me up front right and that's why a lot of people that are kind of old school and used to the injury go these are the way it should be and they fight against that change but you know what they, they give that shit up because netflix and hulu and amazon they coming after y'all award shows and shit like that and they don't they're, they're not trying to hear that um all right and so we got comments for captain marvel got five of them Ooh. we got five of them ow uh brooklyn shubay says what i loved about captain marvel was that brie how brie larson walked she walked and squared up the fight with such confidence sam jackson was so funny i forgot that he had comedic chops my favorite part was when danvers punched jude law and said i don't have to prove anything to you it touched me being a person that feel like she always had to prove herself because i'm a woman and black all right yeah the other thing this movie just i i haven't heard a lot of people talk about it but like this is literally the first woman we've seen fight niggas in the marvel universe just fight the fair one like she beat them niggas ass with her fist tied up in them cuffs 
like she was a beast barefooted dog she gave him the fucking business i don't know how people don't think this is a, a bigger fucking deal like she didn't spin off the wall and like mm-hmm. you know jump on somebody's back and do a and flip she took punches too yeah she got punched in the face and just kept fighting it was, uh Spoiler movie review three uh, uh this is from casey cologne hello everybody i had the pleasure of watching uh captain marvel in my favorite theater experience i was only in the states for a few weeks and captain marvel was released while i was home so i bought tickets for the center bistro downtown i've never been if you've never been go you got real food alcohol 21 and up it's dining experience while you're watching your favorite movie oh we've been to one of those before it's cool mm-hmm. i reminded myself that this was not infinity war 1.5 before i walked into the movie theater and i'm glad i did captain come marvel, on captain marvel was really good introduction to a beloved character i don't read comics so like karen this is my introduction to the character and it didn't disappoint Mm-mm. she was beautiful and funny and will whoop your ass at the guy with the goddamn drop of a hat at no point did she seem weak just unaware of her full potential i really loved it as a former airman i really felt like she was a pilot i really like how her story made her feel like she's always been powerful and fearless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the explosion made her damn near indestructible although her powers were a physical manifestation of her heart i didn't feel like there were any minor characters but every person was truly supporting cast member moving the story line along in the right direction the graphics look really good she looked like a superhero she was fully dressed and yet she was still a woman that might seem like an oblivious comment but i finished watching iron man 2 re- recently and compared to scar joe captain marvel shows a feminine touch to a powerful superhero mm-hmm. yeah and that's the thing like there's it's like the essence of certain things is why this movie to me stands out but to a lot of people especially men they won't see it that way but it's like the absence of a butt shot of the right she has to seduce somebody of a love interest yeah like those things actually kind of although i would argue that maybe monica maria rambo might be a love interest but um but in this movie i'm I'm just just joking okay that that was a joke (laughs) but but the but the point is like the absence of certain things actually makes the movie stand out to me correct um you know like i saw some i heard some people comparing it to wonder woman and i was like i get it i'm not knocking wonder woman but wonder woman was like the male fantasy just flipped and put a woman in the man role same script you know um look i could go on uh let's see feminism okay look i could go on and on about the movie but for the sake of time i won't what i will say is i have a three-year-old daughter who that is who that is obsessed with being a superhero and loves black panther iron man baby group and all of it i'm so happy that brie larson is going to be my daughter's captain marvel hell she's my captain marvel it's weird that we're coming to an end of an era with the last infinity war slowly approaching and it's even weirder for me to think that i'll be looking forward to the next 10 movies marvel has in store for the next decade Mm -hmm. but i look forward to the journey and i'm glad i got my little one to share with have a great day thank you for taking the time to read my commentary oh you're welcome and i'm looking forward to it too turk right said hi guys i was not super thrilled about seeing captain marvel because i thought the trailer was boring but i knew i would pay to see it because marvel has such a good track record also the guardians is my favorite franchise so i wanted to see why ronan and korath were still were alive then the misogynist tried to derail this movie so i knew for sure i was going to give marvel my little ten dollars to open the weekend come on not that they needed it i was bored the first 40 minutes of the movie because i was hangry and my food came and i really started enjoying the movie and was cheering by the end marvel is doing a damn thing because they are making stories about real life issues which will always be timely because there's always some fuckery going on in the world and that's actually why comic books stay relevant 
like the movies have kind of replaced comic books for a lot of people who either never got into them or drop stop reading them a long time ago because mm-hmm. you know comic books are always an allegory for real world issues and right when you're touching on things like immigration mm-hmm. hello refugees hello uh feminism uh patriarchy war uh like mm-hmm. you're, you're touching on things that are consistently going on in the world at all times uh there was no way they could have known they were releasing a movie about the refugee crisis while the country is in the midst of a debate about locking refugees in cages while they flee uh, oppressive regimes and starvation it's also like an answer to black panther do you turn a blind eye when you have the means to help also exploring the difference between the blatantly harmful nationalism of the Cree and the passive indifference of the wakandans shout out to the captain marvel because without her faves the guardians would not exist because she spared the lives of rona and Korath. that's true thousands were killed and maimed and the Cree attack when the Cree attacked xandar but it was worth it to get baby Groot in the end she mm-hmm. better kill she better kill thanos though peace turk that's right. gonna be interesting i don't know what they're gonna do but it's gonna be interesting to see what they do in the next avengers mm. that dude from vi says hey ron and karen i'm so glad i decided to see captain marvel it was way better than i thought it would be brie larson managed to pull off being a badass yet charismatic and confident while going through inner conflict about her and her career allies actual actions and motivations she really nailed it yeah i also thought her delivery of jokes was important because we're now on like the 20th fucking marvel character they can't all have the same right written cadence come on and at the same time they're running out of shit like there's just so many there's only so many ways to deliver a line or to be funny or to be confident or to whatever and so she kind of did this thing where she was confident but she wasn't like doing her best impression of a dude right you know like like it was there's just a fine line and i appreciated it right and that's not funny sometimes women want to be presented as women they don't want to be presented as a version of a dude and you could tell that a woman directed this yes you can like it just felt like a dude would have made some changes to this like you know they would walk around she's a total badass bro mad butt shots and all that other bullshit then she puts on a bikini and then she like gets the the scrolls you know uh the Ah! the rambos also brought so much heart to the movie and really grounded a fantastical movie and provided genuine friendship and love that came off really so well shout out to the actor who played maria rambo because she was acting i agree she was that's Lashonda lynch um i really like the the second time i watched the movie it really came across to me even more like i low-key wanted them to be a couple now i know that that's not canon and who, who you know knows whatever. what Marvel has in store but, but yeah. i low-key like after this movie i was like you need to come back and make sure you finish raising your little daughter okay come on that's uh, your baby shout out to y'all as well for actually highlighting them in your review i listened to a couple other reviews and if it were not for a black female guest on the show no one even mentioned a portrayal of maria and monica mm-hmm. like they literally mentioned every other character and would have skipped those two dope important characters but anyways thanks y'all for doing what you do it means more than you might think peace that dude from vi right and they play a major role but people just don't care yeah also that's sad if uh people didn't single them out because lashana lynch played the hell out of that role i was listening to a a podcast that i love to listen to movie reviews and um 
they was kind of glossing over lashana lynch like yeah i just didn't think she really acted like she missed her or did i was like what the fuck movie were y'all watching Not the same like movie. she was damn near about to fucking cry out there like she anyway whatever uh sandler agony writes in last he says brie larson was born to play a role like this and i'm not saying that it's a catch-on dude uh due to certain tropes in hollywood for some female leads uh film female-led films meant to for male gay the male gays i was sold on her once she won her academy award for room where she gave an amazing performance i remember on twitter that folks were mad on her as a choice for the role i remember that too mm-hmm. what i loved about her role as carol danvers slash captain marvel was that she grew into her role but didn't have to sacrifice anything to fit into the i'm a noble superhero thing sure carol is a noble person but she's not performing nobility yeah that's another thing that they avoided with this movie every like there's a lot of movies in the marvel universe where it's almost like a ne'er-do-well or or a anti-hero where it's a guy who's like i'm really selfish in the mouth for myself but i'm gonna stop and be a hero because i just can't help it i guess i gotta be noble you know whether it's peter quill in guardians or robert downey jr's iron man who you know is like always fighting against his like cap corporatist capitalist nature to be like oh and let me help people too oh what you know okay oh it's, it's annoying almost you know thor who's like a drunk and uh you know um loves battle and all this stuff but you know he also can be noble and fight the hulk obviously is a rage monster mm-hmm. who's out of control at times captain america is probably the closest to a truly noble hero correct who had you know like good motivations the whole time just his body had to catch up with him like carol when we introduced to her as verse it's still noble you know what i mean like she like she's a rogue hero um what she's call herself a kree warrior heroes noble kree warrior hero she's but she's also just kind of like fun while also being capable and competent and you know and i think for a lot of people they don't recognize that type of story arc is specifically tied to a woman they really kind of want to see the person that's like the anti-hero the are they going to do the right thing or not are they gonna you know and i think that that kind of in a way people weren't ready for just the idea of somebody that's noble and the whole twist is they're trying to figure out why am i like where am i getting my motivation from right like why am i noble am i am i this way because y'all program me to be you know as someone who hasn't read the captain marvel books uh this film makes me want to read them larson's action sequences are great same as for her dialogue and screen presence sam jackson not being the nick fury that we know and love was great and big shout out to ben mendelson for his role as talos i did not see the swerve coming nobody did i read the books that's not in no comic books not just his overall role that which was really good but his comedy didn't know he had it in him oh he was so funny Mm-hmm. Lashana Lynch and Akira Akbar as Maria and Monica were the heart of the film, and both uh, had their moments when they needed to those uh, to those dramatic notes and to be funny at the right time. Um, good Jude Law, Lee Pace, Annette Benning, Gemma Chan, Jima Hansu, Hansu, and Clark Gregg 
in the coast and we trust all did that thing and come movie. on coast we trust i managed to see this last week on a rare off night at 7 p.m and it was worth every penny at imax carol's gonna whop that ass and whoop that ass in end game mm-hmm. for sure she don't give him the business all right that's everybody thank you so much for your feedback thank guys. you y'all uh this is a this is a fun long one and uh we'll be back i'm sure in a couple weeks because i know um avengers endgame comes out in april so i know we're gonna go see that oh yeah and i think it's a few more movies before that yeah i think there's probably some stuff before that i'm just not thinking of right now Mm -hmm. so well and i still want to see captive state at some point maybe we can sneak it in this weekend or next week so all right until next time peace peace